finally back. It is March 24th. Kristen is here just in time. As always, thank you. Let's get it started. How's it going, guys? Matt here with Carolina Coops. Welcome to Video Chicken. Uh, to my left is my host, Kristen Warren. I think this one really could be a male. Oh, we got one that's hatching? This show is for you guys. This is the bass fiber. Y'all know chickens are the gateway drug into homesteading. We survived with only one trip to the ER. Coyotes are everywhere. It's about time you show up, Matt. Uh -huh. It's a great straw. It is time, finally, for chicken police. They defecate every 12 seconds. Is that true? <laughs> Now it is officially noon because the buzzer went off. <laughs> well, I've never counted. <laughs> Long road That's a good one with the, with the courts and everything. And more chickens. Well, the math you do now, Daddy, is chicken math. <laughs> Calm <laughs> down, Matt. But... Calm down. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Welcome to Video Chicken Live. Yes, we are live. We are back. It is March 24th, 2023. We had a beautiful hot day today for today's show. Uh, Kristen, to my left here, our chicken nista chicken expert. Thank you for being here today. How are you doing? I am happy to be here today. Yes. Have you missed being here? I have. Yeah. It's been what? Three, four <laughs> weeks? I don't know how, what our time off was. I think three weeks. Three weeks. That's not too bad. So thank you guys for coming back. It felt back. like a year. Oh, you're lying though. You're fibbing. <laughs> uh, also here is Ingrid behind the computer making sure everything looks good, sounds good. It's been a little bit, so make sure. We haven't touched anything, I don't think, but if anything Oh, things have been touched. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we have a cat now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Where is he? Is he Oh, here? my God. I was in here this morning, and I've... Okay, I've never had a kitten before. I've never had a male kitten before. They're insane. They are nuts. He has taken more screenshots walking across my keyboard. He thinks he can do email. I wish he would do email. He's he, got those big paws. He, oh my gosh. We'll have to bring him in They're here like in a oven little mitts. bit. Yeah, I got to show you guys the newest member of the Carolina Coops family. His name is Leo. Coming he, in hot. No, no, no. Not right now. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right now already. I, I can, no, I, no, I've he, always wanted say to say the, goodbye to everything the that's on the pet? table. Oh my goodness. You know, the All right. So stroking the cat. Here's the other thing. I don't have a mouse. None of my mice will work. Oh, here we come. Here, bring Leo in. We'll get this out of the way. We have our newest member. I'll show you guys Leo. This was um, this was on my bucket list, and it was on my dad's bucket list. Mine and too. One of the reasons why I wanted to get a Maine Coon. So this is Leo. He Aww. is a blue smoke. He will have his eyes are turning gold. He and is the office kitty. Yeah, so he is a Maine Coon. He is a North American breed, the largest domestic breed uh, that they supposedly, I believe. I'm not a cat person quite as much as this one. Uh, he he is a sweetheart. And Are they I, bigger than the Norwegian forest cat? Yes, yes. Well, his lineage is quite large. I don't know what lineage means. His ancestors is like family. Yeah, so Maine Coons get really big. <laughs> His father is gigantic. Um, I got him in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I did search for animal rescues. Uh, one day when I do get to retire, I want to just try to – I want to be an animal rescue. I think it would be so much fun just let him go hog wild. Um, anyway, so, yeah, this is Leo. Picked him up in Tulsa. 
Um, right after the the reason, just to let you guys know, and I appreciate all the uh, comments and thoughts that have come in. If you guys were here for our last show, you might remember at the very end, a uh, phone call came through, and it's what I thought it was. It was uh, my I had to get out to Texas right away. My father did pass. I was able to be out there with him for his final four days, which I'm thankful for. So I apologize about not being here. Uh, he it, it went well. It went the way he wanted it. And we are back. So, again, thank you so much for all the thoughts and prayers getting us through that. Yeah, yeah. you had a lot of people call in. Yeah. All right. So, we uh, moving on. <laughs> we have another guest today. Uh, I, I always say her name wrong. Dahlia. Am I saying it right? Yes. Dahlia. Dahlia from Chickenlandia. She is in the green room right now. Uh, we've had her on before. She is just one of the most amazing people to talk to when it comes to backyard chickens. And I'm so jealous we need to do this. Uh, I, and I don't like to read, but she has, I think it's her first book that just came out. So we want to talk about mm -hmm. this. I promise there's not holes through that. That's just the green screen. And um, that is Dahlia right on the front. What a beautiful lady. Beautiful It's called photo. Let's All Keep Chickens. Yes. I can, can agree with that. She has the best glasses. <laughs> so we're going to bring her in in about 10 minutes yeah. and talk about her book. And of course, if you guys have any questions for us, whether it's chickens, chicken coops, and or questions for Dahlia, uh, please let us know because yep. this show is for you guys. And it's Mike Trapp's birthday today. Happy birthday, Mike. Yes, Mr. Trapp. Happy birthday. We should start a tradition where we do... You're not going to let him go, are you? Mm -mm. No. Well, when he wants to go, he can go. <laughs> Look at the way you're holding him like a little well of cat. I haven't been able to hold on to him in the past week and i can't i don't know what you're doing different well i did slather myself with like tuna before i came in <laughs> i was wondering what i was smelling i was like no man we do have his litter box in here did you see the high tech yeah i, I did kidding about the tuna i heard it i was like what is that noise and i was like oh that's the fancy litter box that's right moving stuff around um also just a little bit of a teaser we're going to be making a phone call later on in the show. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say what the phone call is about because it might tip them off. Uh, I promise you if they answer, you're going to be one. It's going to be a, it's going to be a fun show. Uh, I'm going to do the best. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, you do. Well, right. So I promise you probably, you know, I'm not sure how long we'll be talking to Dahlia, but uh, our shows tend to go a lot longer than normal, which I'm happy to say because we have so much fun here. And we're going to be making a phone call live on the air. Also, an announcement, Matt doesn't have his mouse today. Yeah. <laughs> this is driving me nuts. I, I, I tried. I thought I said that in the beginning. I Did you? Okay. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't listening. No, I'm going to turn them both back have on. Have you been Maybe... cut off? <laughs> Tell me about it. I don't know. Huh. Um, How fun. Yeah. So, what has anything been going on since we've been gone? You said it was three weeks. Um, We're back. Well, I have that little gift for Kristen if she wants to. If you want to do that now or later. Oh, well, let's go ahead and do it now. Uh, we got a couple more minutes before we bring Dahlia in. What, this? Yeah. The plant? Yeah, you had to put it in front of you because people won't know what it is. Well, it's, it's the first invisible plant. <laughs> so if you're worried about growing marijuana it's and not. you don't... Oh, okay. So this is a black walnut because I know <gasps> you got your black walnut cut down and I know this is small. But oh, that's so nice. I saw it growing out and I was like, oh, I'm going to pot that up for Kristen. And it's potted in chicken poo, so like chicken soil. So 
And that's the best gift ever. So that's your little black walnut. So just in another 30 years, it'll be just like the one that got cut down and stolen. I don't smell chicken poo. Of course you don't. Um, <laughs> wow. Thank you. That, so that's, is, that is wonderful. Not at all. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even recognize it. So for people that aren't sure what's going on, Kristen's <laughs> walnut tree. I don't know how this happens. It's but three feet, more than three feet across. <laughs> huge, beautiful walnut tree. Someone came, cut it, took it, stole it. Stole the tree. And you have been, are we allowed to talk about it or not? I don't think he listens. And he's about to have the, some, you know, he, he's about to get it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for finally pursuing it. <laughs> I know you are so forgiving. Sometimes you're so forgiving. It not about, not about this. No. Exactly. I'm, I'm, when it, no. Yeah. I didn't think someone messes with your trees, your tax deductions, <laughs> uh, store-bought baked goods. Oh yeah. Kristen, no, the claws yeah. come out, but. I think you're doing the right thing yeah. by pursuing this guy. I, I sent in some people undercover to go buy a slab, and it matches up perfectly with the stump. Yeah. And I've got a certified arborist coming this weekend to write up his report. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to get it. Well, this will get you started for the next one. Okay. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. Well, that... this is a, so we've, we've covered cats and trees. Let's get to chickens. <laughs> you ready to get the chickens? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and bring Adelia in. I'm not even going to try to attempt. Okay. I, You're going to have to like smush together, you guys. Uh, yeah. Right, we'll go I'm ahead. Gonna... Adelia, are you ready to come in from the green room? Adelia Montessoro Rosso. I, I butchered it, didn't I? <laughs> Close. Uh, Monteroso. Monteroso. Uh, a lot the... of people say Montessoro, and some people say Monterasso. So. <laughs> Monteroso. Okay, so Dahlia, thank you so much for being here. Um, you are the You're president welcome. of Chickenlandia. You've been on the show before, and I'm so happy to have you back. But I have to be honest with you, I don't remember where you're calling from. I am in Northwest Washington. I'm in uh, Bellingham, Washington State. Bellingham, Washington State. Is we it, have coops there. Is it? And I it, can hear her through the monitors, by the way. Perfect. Great. Thank you. That's non everyone. Uh, making sure we don't get ourselves in trouble, which might happen later in the show. So please stay tuned. Uh, so Delia, uh, thanks for being here. How is it? Eighty-eight degrees there today. Like it's going to be here today. <laughs> No, I think it's like 30 something outside right now, maybe Ooh. in the 40s hmm. and it's raining, but it has, we, we had like two false springs and then I was like, okay, it's really here. Spring is really here. And then today is kind of, kind of dreary, but you know, I mean, we're used to it. Um, sorry. I'm reading all the, I know. I'm sorry. This, this is my, this is the first show. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad's not here and it's just. I'll get through it. I promise. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've had a lot of people call in and give their condolences. Yeah. And support. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm scrolling through because I want to see if people have questions for Dahlia. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate it. So mm -hmm. you wrote a book. Is this your first book? It is my first book. That Let is my first book that actually got published. Very, <laughs> very nice. Let's all keep chickens. Love the picture. So I was just thumbing through it. I haven't had a chance to read it. Um, I can't wait to read it because the one of the things I was saying earlier is there's a lot of chicken keeping books out there. And that's mm -hmm. great. And I think there's a lot of great information in the books versus you can read some stuff online. It's like, oh, my gosh, yeah. what are these people thinking? Um, already I can tell how this book is going to have it's, – it's just – it's very unique, which I like. And you have some wonderful pictures. But, Dahlia, please tell us about this book. 
Well, uh, you know, I've been working on this book for a long time and, you know, pretty much since I started teaching other people about backyard chickens, which happened over a decade ago, it was when I started teaching. Um, you know, I've been gathering all the information, a lot of the information that went into this book, but three years ago, has it been three years? Well, when, whenever the world changed, everything changed. And at that time I had already started like really working on the bones of this book. My whole philosophy about chicken keeping started to change as well because I really started to see a need to make chicken keeping something that everybody had access to because traditionally for millennia, for as long as human beings have been keeping chickens, it is something that we have all been able to do. No matter what your income level was, you know, everybody could have chickens. And I feel like in the Western world, we've, we've kind of moved away from that. We've made it a little bit exclusive. We have put some roadblocks in front of people to keep chickens. And I want to return us to that place where it was something that everybody could do. So that was, that really shifted whenever COVID happened because I saw, I saw a need for it. I was like, look, people need to people need to feel like they have some control over their lives. Mm, And so that really, that really shifted and changed. And that's a big theme in the book. And I I absolutely love that. I love that so much because I think we can all relate Mm -hmm. when you're going into these stores, all of a sudden there's no toilet paper, you know, uh, there's just, we, we, one of the things I love about life, if you will, and if you think about this and hear me out, life is a lot like having a computer and every now and again, you got to reboot it to reset <laughs> things. And I learned that from 08. I learned that from the recession where, you know, we're freaking out and we're blaming everyone for all our problems, this and that. But then what I saw was greatness come out. We got smarter and we needed a reset, especially here in America. Dahlia, you mentioned something that um, there's been roadblocks put up and it's become exclusive. Uh here in the States have chicken. So I definitely want to talk a little bit more about what you mean by that. But a lot of times those things do happen and we take things for granted and we need to be reminded mm-hmm. of those things. And that's what the recession did. And absolutely COVID did, you know, COVID, you know, I never want to go through it again. I thought it was absolutely horrible, but we are going to be better for it. Does that make sense? Uh, so you, yeah. you mentioned that you, you're recognizing that having backyard chickens can be exclusive and that there's roadblocks. Can you touch on that a little bit more? Well, it's interesting because if you look at the history of chicken keeping in the United States specifically, it has gone through a lot of changes. And I think initially it was just something everybody did because that's that's what people did. They had chickens in their backyards. And then we had industrialization that happened. And during that time, we moved the chickens out of people, you know, individual homes and put them into factory farms. And the chicken was the first animal to be, be in a factory farm. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, if you, if you look at the history of it, it's so interesting to look at how class and, and mainly class affected how we look at backyard chickens. So at one point it was like, oh, it's really low class. And there's still, there's still some of that 
uh, some of those ideas out there that, you know, they're going to bring property values down. They're low class. This is something that only poor people do. It's dirty. There's rats, blah, 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 blah. And then the funny thing is, is that, and you know, possibly, I don't know if there's like, you know, I don't really believe in some like grand scheme, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's like, wow, you know, it really feels like we're being conspired against <laughs> to not have chickens in our backyard because it's like when the popularity started to come back to keep chickens, then it's like there's this idea that you need all of these things, all these bells and whistles in order to have chickens. So it becomes something that only people with a certain uh, income level can have. And I think... A, a lot of the reason why we have that mentality in the Western world is because a lot of the information that we get about keeping chickens comes through that factory farm yes. lens. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So thank you. Thank you. I love, you know, I often preach about peeling back the layers. You know, we, if you want to solve a problem, you got to get to the real root cause. Yeah. He's fun, isn't he? Is he getting your little toes, Ingrid? No, he's um, getting <laughs> He's getting uh, my head, uh, my head. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm assuming you're talking about a cat. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Sorry. Uh, Dahlia. Thank no, that's you. the intern. Thank you so, so much for what you're saying, because I couldn't agree more. If you really want to solve some problems, you got to dig deep. And a lot of times we have a way, especially here in the Western world, to overcomplicate things. And it's really not complicated. And sometimes I feel like we complicate things to hide things. And again, as an exterminator, I saw a lot of what really goes on in these factory farms. And it is absolutely the reason why contributing to us dying, period. And we need to get back to basics. And you've talked about this before, that the concept of, oh, you got chickens. Ew, that's nasty. When in fact, when you really learn about it, it's badass. Yeah. It's amazing. And yeah, the stigma. The, absolutely. Typically from our oldest generation. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love what you're saying because that's what I'm trying to do here. What we're trying to do here at Carolina Coops. Yes, we got big, beautiful, expensive luxury custom chicken coops. I get it. And that's where it all started. And I love those. But through all that hard work, we're taking everything that we have learned and making it so you can have a very affordable coop. Oh my gosh, it's like I got a fish on. Really, cat? Come on, I was in a deep moment. I'm telling you, who let this cat in here? I He's know. a monster. I know, okay. but after all this. He was just cords. butter in my arms. I'm sure, yeah. I know, he was resting for this. Oh my gosh, so I love what you're saying. So, um, moving on, I, I, I noticed in the very beginning of this book, and again, I didn't have a chance to read it, but I see some pictures of, uh, it was Guatemala, right? Yes. It, now, is that where your family's from? That's where you're from? I was born in the United States. Uh, my parents immigrated from Guatemala in the 1960s. There was a civil war going on there and they they were very fortunate they got you know they were able to get on a plane and leave they didn't have to escape or anything like that but they definitely you know it, it became a, a situation that was dangerous and so they had to leave the country that they loved and they come came to the united states um and you know the, the other theme of the book is really that when you when you decide to keep chickens you really are participating in something that almost all human beings have in their history. 
And mm. so to me, chickens are this unifying force. And I feel like if we, if we really take the time to not just, not just keep chickens, you know, and I usually, when people get chickens, they start, they, it, it, it evokes this feeling in them. And I think that that has to do with that connection to their ancestry, that connection to nature. Um, no, I totally lost my train of thought. No, but you're doing I, what great. I'm trying yeah. to do is help people to find the meaning in what they're doing. It's not just that we are keeping chickens, but we're reconnecting with something that was taken from us. Yes. And I think, and especially during COVID, you know, I did a TEDx talk in 2017 about chickens. It's called I Dream of Chickens. <laughs> and when I did that talk, it was about bringing people together, bringing humanity through this, this age old practice. And I thought at that time in 2017, oh my goodness, there's no way that our society could be more divided than we are now. <laughs> I had that thought. And then the last three years happened. Yeah. And we became, you know, I, I just, there was this real feeling of hopelessness when COVID initially happened because, you know, we we're all like, oh my gosh, what's going on? You know, is this really bad? Are we all going to die? You know, there's like these, all this fear and these feelings. And then it kind of shifted into anger and, you know, people like families turning against each other and friends that have been friends for 50 years, all of a sudden they're not friends anymore. And there was that real feeling of hopelessness, I think, that came from that. And what I will say is go out into the chicken yard, participate in this thing that has been taken from all of us. Like we tradition, we all have something in our history where we've been separated from nature, where we've been separated from our culture, from our food. You know, recognize that we're all suffering from the same ailment. Thank you. Yes. And then maybe we can have some compassion for each other. Absolutely. And to kind of find that road back to each other. Absolutely love that. Yep. The um, chickens are that bridge. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded <laughs> so many times when we're talking to people and when they call us interested in getting the backyard chickens and getting the chicken coop, uh, I'll explain all the benefits of having chickens. And the, I'll always come to this one line that I use, and that is that they're very therapeutic. And it's almost hard to describe it yeah. until you have them and you see them. My favorite is when they're out together. Mm -hmm. scratching in the yard, scratching in the mulch, scratching in the forest. And there's just something about it that is very peaceful and, and, and kind of brings you back to that connection. And yeah. I, I love that Dahlia is doing such a good job of just actually explaining it. I never could, <laughs> but that makes. Yeah. It's, it's uh, what she's done is, is taken, you know, the practical advice, but also make it more philosophical or more um, spiritual than, than most people know going into it but then they do realize it so i'm glad you brought that component into the into the book yeah that must be the cause for chicken math <laughs> so we uh, have um tara wants to tell you dahlia that her chickens love her um your scratch and peck block block recipe so she wanted to let you okay. know that and a bunch of people were saying that they bought your book or they have your book so and oh, um and then you. we will i'll also put in the show links um a link to the book and to um, her podcast and her website. Welcome to Chickenlandia. So yeah, I definitely want to make sure that we mention where can they go find the book. And I'm yep. assuming, and actually, might as well just talk about that now, uh, since we are talking about it. Where can people go purchase your book? Well, it's it's 
you know, it's in all the, it's on, it's on Amazon, obviously it should be in your local bookstore. Definitely check your local bookstore. It's at Barnes and Nobles, um, all the major places. And then, but if you can get it locally, I think that would be great to support your local bookstore. And if they don't have it, tell them to get it. There you go. <laughs> can you order it off of your website? Is that you? Um, there is a link on my website that, uh, links to story publishing where it, it'll give you all the options of places mm -hmm. where you can purchase it i didn't know if there was a place that was better for you i know i asked her the same thing <laughs> i bought the book just buy it <laughs> okay okay just buy it i don't think i've seen a better book for beginners that that just oh, keeps it you. simple yes exactly um so i i want without scaring people you know, you know, there's so much information. I try not some, to scare people. Yeah, that sometimes you get scared off. But, you know, I think it's presented in a way that makes it exciting. Yeah, and that's why I love to do this show and have guests on, especially when we agree without even talking to each other. Because I want people to realize mm -hmm. it's not complicated. And we have this horrible habit of overcomplicating things. And there are so many times, you know, we're talking to our, our Coop customers and we tell them things and they just don't believe us. There's like, there's no way it could be that simple. Like the deep letter system. Mm -hmm. It's just that simple. And, uh, it, and having chickens can be the best hobby because of how simple it is. Um, chat, was there any more questions or comments? Well, there are, there are some questions. Yeah, let's, we let's can... go ahead and bring those in. All right, in. so somebody, um, here we go. Michael's asked, uh, what are your feelings on clipping the wings of your chickens? I have a five-foot fence and I'm preparing to get my flock started. Do you think a five-foot fence is enough or should I clip their wings? They will very likely fly over that fence. Um, they might not. It depends on the, on the personality of your flock, on the personality of your individual chickens and what breeds they are. Um, there's some breeds that are more flighty than others. And then some breeds that all they want to do is just hang out near the ground where the food is, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, usually the heavier the breed, um, the, the less likely they are to jump the fence. But with a five foot fence, I would say it is likely that they will attempt to jump over it. Now, would I say people have strong feelings about, I mean, just anything people have strong feelings about, but people do have strong feelings about clipping chickens wings. Um, what I will say is that it is risk versus risk. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it might be better for your chickens to clip their wings and to make sure that they don't go over the fence. Um, that might be a better option, but what we do have to remember is that flying is your chickens. One of their only ways of getting away from a predator. So if you have like, a a dog that gets into your chicken yard for some reason and they they their wings are clipped they, they the predation is going to be more severe okay so just keep that in mind but it might be that if they jump over the fence there's 10 dogs on the other side of the fence okay <laughs> so keep that in mind um Remember, there's aerial predators to think about. So you might consider putting netting over the chicken run. Um, you might decide if if it, if if they're going to be like free ranging in your whole backyard, you might decide to have a little a, a smaller run that your chickens can be in when you're not uh, you know able to be out there with them. So there's there's options, but just always remember that it is unique to your situation and. 
um, you need to weigh the the risks and the benefits. Right. And sometimes you just have to wait and see till the flock is older if if they're going to, I've had a couple that would fly up at first, but then they kind of just didn't do it anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it's nice to have, um, that they don't want to go somewhere else. Like grass yeah. is greener, <laughs> you know, have but plenty of, Finlandia is pretty nice. And yeah. I have these itty bitty chickens. I had one that, but this was before I had netting over my, over my chicken yard. She went and lived in the woods for six weeks she was a she she weighed a few ounces she was a little um, old english game bantam i had the same thing happen to me six weeks to capture (laughs) yeah yeah Um, yeah um i I, and i've just on the fence thing i've noticed that it it if you have a flat top fence you know if you have a fence with a flat board that almost invites the chickens to land on top of it Yeah. yeah whereas if it was a um a picket fence or a flimsy wire fence they they don't want to land on top of that and they don't have great sustained flight like they're not going to take off and fly long distances in the air um yeah typically unless they're banties but um so anyhow that that seems to play a role in that as well, I, I love in my experience. I love it. Risk versus risk. Yeah. It, it, that's just yeah. a great way of putting it. And that's mm-hmm. exactly it. And that reminds me, you know, again, when we get those same exact questions, there's pros and cons to everything. And yeah. the best thing is just don't overcomplicate it to understand so you know how to make the best decision. I love it. Risk versus risk. Uh, Inger, you're about to bring in another. Yes. All right. And I'm sneezy, but okay. Yeah, that's because a cat. cat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't not pick up a cat. Anyway, hmm. question. Can you put a one-day-old regular-sized chicks in the same brooder with one-day-old bantam chicks? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. They, at, that, at that age, and in fact, it's, it's perfect to do that because they will grow up together and they will not notice the size difference. Um, you know, just keep an eye on the little bantams. Make sure that they're not getting stepped on or picked on at all, but it's it's – it's not likely that that will happen. The main consideration is you don't want, like since bantams are so much smaller, they have more of a risk of getting into their waterer and getting chilled. Like for some reason there's, I think because there's not the presence of a mother hen to keep them from doing foolish stuff, like sometimes baby <laughs> chicks will actually immerse themselves in the waterers. So put some, get some marbles or some clean rocks, some pebbles, and put them in the waterer so that the the chicks can get a sip out of them, but they can't get into the waterer enough to to get chilled. Okay, oh, that's a great pro tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, poor Ingrid is over there dying. Uh, it looks like you're about to bring in Mike's question. Um, yes, Mike Trap. Mike, the birthday boy, asked if um, the the book your book is available by a Kindle. Is the book available? Via yeah, Kindle? it is. Okay, so it yes, Mike. Is. You can kindle. Let's all keep chickens. And yes. I just wanted to bring in this. I from love that. This one. The, yeah. I wanted <laughs> to bring this in because it's so great. Sparky Prep says, my wife, who didn't want chickens, now calls them her chickens. She holds them. She pets them and goes buy them fresh groceries just for the chickens. Yep. The reluctant spouse comes around. We see it. We see it all the time. <laughs> we see it all the time. There have been times we've gone and done a site survey, and it's usually the husband doesn't even want to acknowledge I'm there, won't shake my hand, matter than It could go either way. I, I yeah. understand. Okay. But you get what I'm saying. And then we'll do the coop, and we'll come back, do a follow-up maybe a couple months later, and the husband is just obsessed with the chickens, and he's breeding <laughs> soldier fly larvae 
Utah. And, and set, a, like, set out a chair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, my, my poor husband, I call him the first man. You know, since I'm the president, I call him the first man. Oh, yeah. He's allergic, he's allergic to the chickens. <gasps> oh. I, I didn't know any. <laughs> what, how what is, he says. Oh, that's what he says. Okay. I mean, I've no, heard of people have actually is allergic to them. Really? Oh. I never heard of that. I've heard of egg allergies, but actually allergic to the chickens. Yeah, he's. It may be the dust that they generate that is more of a of an issue because um, he does have animal allergies. Um, but really, the dust is you know for people with asthma and allergies, uh, they have to be really mindful about that. That's okay. just that's definitely consideration. All right, so going back to the book, and guys, if you're just joining us, we are live March 24th, 2023. We're speaking with Dahlia, the president of Chickenlandia, and now the author of Let's All Keep Chickens, a beautiful, gorgeous book. Lots of great information in there. She is with us right now. And again, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I know you must be a very busy person, but I love that you're willing to come out, speak with our viewers, and promote how wonderful this hobby is. And I love the way you are expressing your philosophical ways of why we need to get back to having backyard chickens um, on thank page. You. You're welcome. Thank you. On page 94, one of my favorite subjects, the deep litter method in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. I love this. We might have to, I don't know. Is it copyright infringement? If we take a photocopy of this and we hang it up as long as we give her credit out in the, uh, yeah. And we could even link something like this on our website back to her book or mm -hmm. her website. So of course we talk about the deep litter system all the time. We love the deep litter system. Can you quickly tell us the deep litter method in a nutshell? Well, basically what you're doing is you're creating a composting system just right there in the chicken coop. So it's amazing because, you know, chicken poop, if it's, if it's allowed to just fester and collect and your chickens are, are in it and, you know, they're overcrowded and whatnot, it can be dangerous. But it's amazing that with a very simple process, it can actually be turned into something with a lot of benefits for them, like this beneficial uh uh, fertilizer and soil basically that has all these good microbes and everything in it. So I think that's, that's incredible. I love the idea that we can do that. Um, I'd be interested. I really tried to find the history of the deep litter method. What I found was, I think it was like in the 1940s, there was a farmer that uh, discovered that you could do this method, but I feel like it must have some more ancient ancient origins than that. Um, I don't know. You've talked about this all the time. I remember when you first told me about the deep litter method, I think I asked you, I said, where the hell did this begin? And I remember you telling me it was in I, the 40s. Yeah, during... I read that it, when the when during the war, when the men went to war, the women didn't clean out the chicken coops anymore because they were left behind with a lot to do. So they just threw fresh over old and then they figured out that or that farmer figured out hey this is better this is better for us this is better for the chickens yeah and you yeah. would think that someone but would I, have discovered yeah this i'm with her i'm i i think someone was doing that well before that yeah <laughs> so, i feel like it must have some kind of yeah. indigenous uh, history mm -hmm. or something but but anyway uh you know basically like you 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 clean your let's say it's the spring you're clean you do your your deep cleaning of your coop you're going to put a few inches of uh, shavings down or uh, hemp bedding or whatever you're using, not sand. You can't do this with sand. You sure? Um, you with oh boy, there's so many people now going, what? 
They love sand, and no matter what you tell them, you cannot break their habit of <clears throat> I've sand. Broken some hey, people. you know what? If someone likes sand, you know, go. For, I, I just say go for it. Okay, I'm in the Pacific Northwest, <laughs> and it it is uh it is very wet here, and I have found that sand really creates a problem in not only just in my coop but i try to use it just like in the outside of the coop to kind of make the drainage a little bit better and it really just stunk and um it's a, it, it is it's such a permanent a more permanent substance that i think there isn't as much of room for for error in it you know whereas if you if you you know do the litter method and it's not working or whatever you can just clean out your coop mm -hmm. right you know but if you've got sand that's a that's a much uh, bigger process yeah now, i see I, sand people oh, you I'm know sorry. i mean if you if you live in florida or if you live in somewhere where chickens are naturally on sand and it's drier let's say you're in tucson arizona um and you like to go you like that process of cleaning out, you know, going in there with like your litter box scooper and cleaning out the poop and you, you don't mind that, then go for it if it's working for you. But, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a like my way or the highway person. There's the chicken landia way, but it's not the only way. And that's what I will always say, like, do what works for you, but let me give you the information that I have so that you can make an educated choice that you can feel good with. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I always see sand as it just creates such a sterile environment. Yeah, the microbes aren't going to break down the droppings in sand. And we're not raising seagulls. <laughs> right. And, I, and yeah, and like I think I heard sea not. Chicken. Chicken yeah. of the sea? Is that, well, I think that's something else. Um, uh. So yeah, um, I do enjoy deep litter method. You know, one thing that I have realized is that um, if you're having an issue with it, it you know, if, if you're having ammonia develop or whatever, start over and make sure that it is well turned. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's, that can become a problem. There's some chickens that don't turn, turn it that well. Yeah, you know? I, I often tell people, make sure you have the right size diaper for the right size baby. Mm -hmm. You know, there's the old 30 <laughs> exactly. parts, you know, one part nitrogen to 30 parts carbon. I don't know who goes out there and actually counts it. But what we have learned is if you don't overthink it, just add a layer of carbon and you'll see the smell go away instantly. It's mm -hmm. We're not making this up. And we did this one time live on the air and it's like it just went away immediately. And you just let the microbes do their job. Uh, Delia, I have to ask you, because this has been a hot topic uh, for, what, maybe six months now? I don't really do a good job keeping oh, track no. of time. Oh, no. Yeah, well, because I, well, I want to hear what she has to say. Okay. Well, well, hold on. Who, where's my hat? Where's my, oh, no. You know, I'm sure you've seen and I'm sure you've gotten a lot of questions. People all of a sudden are like, oh, my gosh, there's something in the chicken feed. What's going on here? And all of a sudden, they stop laying eggs. I, I imagine you've gotten that question a lot, and I would love yeah. to hear your thoughts on that. My oh thought boy. is, you know, this is going to be a good it, one. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. Uh, my thought is that people have been through a lot in the last three years. The, their trust in 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 many institutions has been broken. Um, a lot of them feel attacked. You know, they feel like they're not being listened to. And I understand that, 
You know, I mean, I, I always tell people, I, I, my parents come from a country where it, it was just completely torn apart by corporate interest. And that's why I'm here in front of you today because of a literal war that started because of corporate interest. So I'm familiar with corruption. Now, all that being said, one thing I do know about powerful corporations is that the bottom line is every, that they're always going to think about the bottom line and they're not going to do anything that will affect that. And I couldn't for the life of me figure out why they would do something so that, mm-hmm. so overtly that would put them at such, such risk and under such scrutiny, um, you know, for, for whatever reason, you know, if they, if they were really trying to affect the food supply in this way, I found it hard that this would be how they would go about it. If that makes sense. Yeah. It just, Um, it it didn't, the whole, it's just not logical. Yeah. The, the logic falls apart Mm -hmm. when you, when you break it down that a company that sells chicken feed is trying to sabotage their own business customer base yeah (laughs) yeah that that was hard for me now that now that being said you know if people are saying i'm observing this this is this is what i think what i didn't want to do and i did a whole podcast about this what i didn't want to do is ridicule those people or just say well well you just must be an idiot because you believe in this way when i understand that that people don't people have lost trust Right. And so, and I understand that loss of loss of trust. So really what I wanted to do is come from a place of compassion, from under, of understanding of just like, Hey, let's talk about this. Let's not, um, let's not just completely, uh, dehumanize the other side. And if, if you have, if you have a feeling of just like, look, I I really don't believe this is true, then you need to talk about it. And there were other educators that were kind of like blocking people that didn't agree with them. And it's just like, how are we supposed to make, if you really, if you really believe in what you're saying, then we need to talk. We have to have a conversation about it. Thank you. I have said that so many times and it's that one thing that is without a doubt in my mind causing us so many problems and it scares me. Mm -hmm. We are screwed as a society if we start this mentality that we can't even talk to each other no matter what your opinion is. And I love what she said. If you believe so strongly about it, you are more than happy to have that conversation. And so many people now, whether no matter what it is that they, they, they feel, they just don't even want to waste their time. They, 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 they just don't even want to talk about it. And it's that one thing that scares the crap out of me. And then you throw in today's technology with social media where we are now yeah. sometimes thinking we are talking to each other and we're not mm-hmm. at all. Very but, impersonal. Yeah, we're talking to a robot. Yeah, we're arguing. Yeah. You know, you're arguing for for three hours on Twitter with a with a bot. Yeah, exactly. I tell you, Dahlia is one of those people that I w- I would love to have as a life coach. You are just yeah. such an amazing person. <laughs> Yesterday we did a show on her podcast, uh, which I know I think will be linked up with. Um, everything about Dahlia here, and we talked a lot about what we or she asked me about the coop we did out in California. And it was right along those same lines. Just, you know what? Have some compassion, Mm -hmm. have some love. And you wouldn't believe that a lot of these people never have had that. 
Yeah. And that sometimes is all it takes for them to trust you because they are lacking trust. And again, I, in a way, I don't blame them at all. And it's hard to break down that barrier. But the thing that I realize here in the Sheriff Kendall said it, and I couldn't appreciate it more here. Yeah, I'm a business owner and it was costing the company money for me to be out there, but I wanted to be there. And, and they realized that I was there because I wanted to be to to work with them because I believed in what we were doing. And that just helped break down that barrier. You know, mm -hmm. and, and, and through chickens, it, it can be done. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. Uh, and I, you know, my audience is all over the political spectrum. Yeah, chickens have, are. Yeah. Yeah. Chicken keeping is, is absolutely. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I kind of I find myself walking a bit of a tight rope sometimes. And dur especially during that time when the whole feed controversy was happening, I was really walking a, a very tight rope. But I'm willing to do that uh, to not alienate people and to help people to have conversations so that they can so they can come to their own educated conclusions. Yes. Right. And, you know, one yeah. positive from all that is my local feed store started to carry local North Carolina feed, which I started buying. And I'm like, this stuff is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would just tell people, look, if you if you're very concerned try and see if you can, you know, support a local feed company. Mm -hmm. And that, then that's, then you're winning. Like yeah. you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Buy local. All right. So we're at 1245 yeah. guys. We are live March 24th, 2023. We are speaking to Dahlia from Chickenlandia. We are talking about her new book. Let's all keep chickens, which is available out there. Uh, Dahlia, do we have time for some more questions? Sure. Absolutely. All right. Ingrid. Okay. So Pearl says, Getting my very first flock soon. I listened to you guys and got a few different varieties. Should I break down the starter crumble to smaller pieces for the bantam chicken chicks? No, I don't think so. I think they'll be absolutely fine. I mean, even like I've raised, I mean, I have tiny chickens, like yes. <laughs> really itty bitty ones. And they will be fine with the regular size crumble. Like my itty bitty old English games who are like small, smaller than Saramas are like they're I got them because someone didn't want them because they're too small for their breed. <laughs> um, they eat pellets mm -hmm. and you know, it's kind of, it's kind of the same as them. You know, I mean, the pellets are like big, like they're it's yeah. the same pellets that like my big chickens eat. Um, so I've never had a problem with trying to, to, to make the feed smaller. And I think that would be a lot of extra work for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't yeah that's an interesting question. I've never had that question before and I, I, I couldn't agree more. I think there's And there's variation in the crumble really. Right. I mean, yeah. it's not all the exact same. Right. The crumble is like yeah. some They're of it's powdery, some it. of it's smaller. It, it, and they it, will also like, if you watch, if you sit and watch your, which I, I definitely uh, suggest you sit and watch your baby chicks. Cause it's funny. They come out like as soon as they're fluffed up, they're like already, chickening you know mm -hmm. they're, they're like pecking and scratching and stuff um they will peck if there's a if there's a, a bit of feed that is too big for them they'll peck at it until it mm -hmm. until it crumbles yeah and then they'll eat it um well, i see yeah i see a lot of questions and comments yeah. i i definitely want to share i hope you guys are all seeing it because we, we're not paying our listeners our viewers our customers to say this i see people are like my deep litter 
30 months old and it's still not ready to be cleaned out. Yeah, and that, you somebody know, had asked how long right. do you go? And that really depends. Well, yes. And yeah. I just, I love that. I mean, mm. think about that. And that's just, I want everyone to realize. Think about it. I live it. Yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> I, I noticed you haven't done your poop necklace in a while. But uh, yeah, I just, I want to make sure people understand keeping chickens is not hard. It's actually one of the easiest things you can do if you have the right setup. Um, so let's see. Um, Darshell asked that she had a chicko broody. Um, but anyway, so she gave them baby chicks and she said they are doing great. And the mom is doing an amazing job and she has taken them outside the coop at five days old already. And they scratch on the ground and I see them eating that. Is that okay? Also, they're out yes. with nine hens that don't bother them and they're all afraid of mama. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I love it. See? Mamas are fierce. Yeah. But you know, uh, tr generally, this is a generalization, but generally baby chicks that are raised by a mother hen are going to be more resilient and more healthy than baby chicks raised in a brooder environment. Now, I, I, when I say that, I'm not discouraging you from raising baby chicks in a brooder. I've done it many, many times. I love it. It's great. Okay. But there is something about that natural experience and getting that early exposure that is really good for the babies. And then they have that added uh, experience of being with their, with their mama, okay? So what she is doing is something that, baby, that chickens have been doing since they lived in the jungles in Malaysia, okay? <laughs> so don't even worry about it. That, that's the, that is the best thing that they can do right now. And she knows what she's doing, especially she's protecting those baby chicks really well. Right. So Francine asked, um, do you use um, or do you like or use Saturday for Saturday Lime? What are your thoughts? You know what? I have not used it. I have heard so many good things about it. Um, I've never used it. But I've heard really good things about yeah. it. Same. I, I actually have some, and I put it around um, the coop, the perimeter of the coop. And I also had just cleaned out my nest boxes and gave them all fresh nesting pads and, and, and stuff in there. And I put a little bit underneath there just, to, just in case there was any kind of mite action. Um, I know it's safe, so I feel better about putting there. Whether it's needed or does anything, I don't know. But I feel that it's safe, so... I did use it. Please, please, please bring in Marie's comment. Okay. Thank you. Because I know if I did. So I want to be clear. Um, we are not saying one or the other. Let's let's read her comment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Marie says, thank you. Disagree with y'all on that. And she uh, referring to about the uh, food supply. And she went on and said, they are absolutely going after the food supply. We are not saying they are or are not. I want to be clear what I love to talk about is why we have gotten to the point where it's like you're not even allowed to talk about it and that's the real problem here and i've always wanted to have there, i've talked to some people that have some very convincing arguments on both sides and i was like i would love to come together because that's what this show should be about is having those conversations and listen to each other and but i want to be clear here at carolina coops we are not saying one or the other what I am saying is I would love to know. I would love to learn. I would love to talk <laughs> to the experts. And, and, and we're that's what we need to do. If we continue to not talk to each other, we are screwed, period. And yeah. I will say I feel they want that. That's just my opinion. Also, people are going to disagree with me. They love the wedge. They don't want us talking to each other. They, they need to fear us. They don't fear us anymore. When we start to fear them, 
we are screwed. And what they're, they're geniuses in what they're doing right now. We have got to get back, no matter what you think, to at least sitting down and have an open mind, have an open heart. Don't think you know everything because there's much bigger problems going on that we are unaware of and we've got to get back to talk to each other. So again, that's fired up. Well, I just, I want to be clear because it's like so many times your tinfoil is showing, sir. (laughs) Anyways, my tinfoil is so thin that, that it's like, it's a translucent. (laughs) Um, So that's all. All right. So uh, we are, it's 12. Can I say something about that too? Can I say something really quick? Um, My answer to that is that I, I cannot make, I can't make a definitive statement on it because I don't know. Yeah. So I'm not going to come out and say, yes, this is happening because I think that's disingenuous because, you know, I, I, I think that would, that would be disingenuous of me. Let me put it that way to say, this is, this is exactly what's happening or this is exactly not what's happening because I don't know what I do know is that we have a problem with the food supply. We do have a problem. It is dangerous how we have our food supply set up. We, we are, it makes us vulnerable. Yes. So the more people that can have chickens, the better. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely agree with Matt. Like my dad used to tell me, you know, he came from a country that was torn up, like I just said, torn apart by civil war. He said, they will, they will always try to, it's divide and conquer. Yes. They will try to divide you. And as long as we're looking at each other, as the enemy, we're not really seeing what the where the actual problems are coming from. The true enemy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so it it is twelve fifty three. I don't know if there's any more questions. I know there's a bunch coming in. I want to definitely uh, be able to answer all yeah, those. Some of them are for you, and and some of them. Are. Okay. So, and I just want to let everyone know we are going to make a phone call here very very soon. I yeah. talked about it in the beginning of the show. I didn't want to reveal what it is, and you're going to understand why. And we're just going to get right into that phone call. I hope they answer, and I promise you, if they answer. This is going to be fun. Uh, It'll be so, entertaining. Yes. Um, I don't think they're going to answer, but if they do, that'd be great. So, Adalia, thank you so much. You are a wonderful person. Thank you so much for everything you're doing for this wonderful hobby. This is the best book. Yes. And thank you for just being a friend of ours. And I hope we get to talk again soon. The feeling is mutual. I love I love uh, being on here and having these discussions. And anytime, I'm here. Okay, awesome. and we Sounds have to good. we have to get Dalia one of our coops out there. So when you go out to the, I know to we Washington. are going to do that. We're going to do a video together. Yeah, yes, we, that is I on my Dahlia bucket list. Needs a, a, a coop. Let's We're, talk. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Thank, Thank you, Dalia. <laughs> that was fun. Yes, um, she really did do a good job on that book. Yeah, she uh, did. It was amazing, uh, and I, I can't wait to go through it. And I'm not a big reader, but this is something I could tell right away. I love how simple she's keeping it, and I love how – I think you said it right. She's, it's very philosophical, but it's real simple when you think about mm-hmm. it. And this, these are more reasons why I want people to understand and learn if they are on the fence thinking about getting chickens. Uh, so yeah. Wait, before you start, I wanted to get to this comment because I didn't okay. want it to get lost, and it was for you. Oh. So it's from Frank. Mm-hmm. He said, sorry to hear about your dad. He was a good man and a good boss. I worked for him at Flightline for a few years. I still remember the many lessons he taught me and think about him whenever I paint anything. Yeah. My condolences. So I wanted to give that Thank to you, you and to Jerry. Yeah, I remember Frankie uh, and his father, Fran. Whew. 
Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't want to. I've heard I just, of stories of flight line. <laughs> I didn't want to upset he, he you. Made, I just wanted to make sure yeah, that that comment yeah. got out there. Jerry made, made, a, made a difference at flight line, that's for sure. Didn't he? <laughs> he made a difference in everyone's life. Yeah, he did. It, he was that man that mm-hmm. everyone loved. Yeah. And there's so many stories that are just mind blowing, mm-hmm. all the way up to it. On his when he passed away, even when the funeral home came, they're telling me things about him that I had no idea. Mm-hmm. When they're looking at his medals, they're like, "Man, did you know his air medals? They're they're they're, unco- they're rare." And I'm just like, "I had no idea." It just yeah, he so... didn't talk about his service very much, and I don't until blame later. him. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, I don't blame him. He um, served in Vietnam, but he was that man that just everyone loved and and you're I, taking after him quite well well i try thank you i mean I, if i could just do you are one, honoring him if i could do 10 percent of what that man did mm-hmm. uh i would be thankful it's just you're well on your way yeah. anyways <laughs> all right sorry right. yeah sure. all right we have uh, another here's a little transition for you thank you i saw a video about building chicken tunnels for the chickens to run around it it, it was built around a garden, and the chickens seemed to love it while being protected from predators. Pros and cons? Yeah, chicken tunnels, or what we call chunnels. I yes. love them. We've never done them, but I think if they're done right, they're great. Yeah, I do too. I Sometimes I think they're a little too restrictive. I think they're great to direct them to another wider opening, um, but if all they have is a narrow tunnel and I, I think there could be a better way, but if that's all you can do, then that's fine. Yeah, I think it's I well, I think it's good to go around a garden bed or something. Yeah. But like you said, so they still have other things, but it, it to kind of circumvent things you don't want them to get in mm-hmm. and keep them protected. I agree with you with uh, you know not the only way of them getting out and about. Yeah. Um, for sure. All right, let's make this phone call. Okay. I've been waiting all week, guys. We are live March twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. We're about to make a phone call. I'm not going to say what because there's a very good chance that they're probably watching right now and it's gonna not work but i hope they're not because they're they're, not watching these type of people are lazy and we're just gonna go ahead and get into it and i hope they answer so should i use my phone or can we use yours because i don't want yeah let's use yours let's go ahead if you could call that number put it on speaker i think i'm ready now um i've been (laughs) this show's become an emotional roller coaster all right so we're gonna be calling um a Clarksville, Tennessee number. Supposedly. Yeah, I put that in there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaker. Complete your call. Please try again. Oh, the number doesn't even work. You sure you did it right? Try it's it again. Two two one one at the end. Did I do it wrong? Because sometimes I'm I get a little dyslexic with things like that. My heart is pounding so hard right now. What is? I I don't know these. What is wrong with just getting an iPhone? Again. Hmm. Can um, we double check the number. I'm just checking now. Yeah. All right. So, Nine, well, three, I guess one. is this it? You got that? Nine, three one. I I don't care. It's on a Facebook page. Yeah. These, these people are just outright. Huh. So he, here here's what I was getting at, folks. And if you want to share this screen, I don't know if you want to share it. I, mean, I don't. That is ridiculous. They even took that picture. They, that's what I'm saying. They took they took pictures of Jenny Mars. Can we can we post on that and tell them? That to, so everyone reads it that these are outright. I did see this is a scam page. Please don't. I mean the comments are everywhere, and the funny thing about this scam page is that they say 
To everyone from now onwards, which is not even English, we will be deleting comments immediately that have been answered as to prevent scammers from messaging you. Like they're actually... <laughs> so... Very smooth scammers. Yeah. So any... I just... Listen, what I want to say to the audience and to everybody, if you see something on social media that looks like us and, and we're selling something, we will always sell it through our website and our 919 number. You can call us. You can go to carolinacoops.com. You will see it. These people don't have a website. They're just using our name. They're using our logo. They're using our they're photos. They're using our everything. They're yeah. stealing our pictures. They're literally stealing our actual post. It and was not Evan's birthday a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they, they, they took my birthday post to Evan. <laughs> they actually messaged that to me because like, so, I had contacted them about cease and desist and they messaged me it's Evan's birthday blah 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 I'm like are you kidding me right and we have had people call us. everyone likes an extra birthday but yeah they, they have actually <laughs> that's called, not cool they have actually called we've had customers call us uh, upset they're like well I didn't get my plans or this and that you you guys are scam I'm like no or the what? hemp they were selling the Owa hemp that we don't sell anymore it's not us uh, you know I it, this is a tough tough battle I really did have a, a talk with a lawyer, and this is one that's not worth paying a lawyer for because they're they're online. They're not selling chick coops, but they're they're selling. They're just scamming you, stealing your money, and uh, it's so. I, it has never been more blatant of just outright copying us just by adding one word, and I just want I just want to make everyone aware of it because yes. it's not us. Uh, we are doing everything we can. We're just at the mercy of unfortunate, of, I guess, the Facebook police, whoever they are. Yeah, and they're not Meta. real. They don't. They don't make it very easy to report these people. They're, I've reported them, and um, our lawyer has reported them, and it's they don't make it easy. But I mean, they are copyright infringement. Um, all we could say is that if you do see a page like this, the best thing you could do to help us is to just take the three dots and report it, whether yes. it's on Instagram. Anywhere you see things that you know is not our page because we're not, we're just Carolina Coops. Absolutely. So what I was trying to do is they had a phone number. I was going to call them right now and be like, yo, I need a chicken coop. <laughs> I've been watching. All, I, doesn't even work. I've been watching all your videos. Can I talk to Matt? I was really hoping. I was really hoping. And I mean, yeah. it doesn't surprise me. It's a, it's oh, a, we could do, a, try a Facebook call. I'll just try it. I mean, I don't. I don't. No. Please. Ingrid. What? What? Do it. Bring it, bring it up. Uh, go to go go back to where you were. I know, but I have to do a screen share. Well, uh, I have to do. Well, hold on. I have to do it on my phone to call. No, it my hold phone. on. Can we can we call them? What you is it? What no is it called? It's called Carolina Coops Review. Carolina Chicken Coops is okay. this one. That is the scam, guys. Yes. Yes, unbelievable. Can we call them? I don't. See, yeah, call they, them on here. Well, I'm going to use mine. Cause... Yeah, let her do it because I got blocked from this. Oh, people. they're going to be like, why is Carolina Coops calling Carolina? Yeah. And I also personally got blocked when I started saying stuff to them and told them to stop. Oh, they just blocked okay, me. Okay, okay. Wait, wait. Uh, what is. Can you put the new. The new password? You ready for this one? You're yeah, I, I heard you say it. Yep. Um. <laughs> How do you use this phone? No, stop. It was simply a question. Am I not? Stop a, Android bashing. I'm not Android bashing. <laughs> it was asking a simple question. So, um, is it going through? Let's see. How can I call By the way, Eric wanted to know when we were getting, when they can eat the stuff in the kitchen. Oh, we have a customer, right? That sent us a huge box oh, yes, of yes. stuff that we wanted to get to. We have a customer who made us homemade cookies. I'm all over and this. And 
bacon caramel popcorn. What? It is Lisa Martineau. So thank you. Yeah. Thank bacon. you. So thank I you, Lisa. Tried this. Um, I, there isn't really a... There's no way to call them or video chat them. It says veteran owned. Of course. They Always try. open. Mm-hmm. So they're basically, they, they make these scam pages, take our photos. Um, and I'm not going to go back and watermark every photo that we have. And that still wouldn't even help because they're pretending they're us. So Yeah. It, okay. All right. Well, enough of that. I really thought we were going to get someone stupid enough to answer the call. And I thought it'd be hilarious to pretend to talk to me. <laughs> I know. And then, you know, yeah. Anyways, I, I'm not going to give up on it, though. Let's no. figure out. Uh, Mackenzie is the one that's been uh, trying to really uh, bait them in. All right. Question. How do you feel about having two coops? One for players and one for broodies and having the broodies <laughs> raise fertile eggs to keep stock going. Players. You mean the, the roosters? I'm I don't not, know. I'm, or maybe just ones that don't go broody that just like to. Maybe they're just fat fingering the layers. Oh, oh, thank that, you, Nan. There's Nan. So that's funny. We are actually about to close a deal doing exactly that, where there are five Carolina coops that are going to be 16 by 24, huge coops, and it's going to be two eight buys together. There's going to be a lot coming out about it. It's going to be amazing. And then the other one is just for uh, um, broilers, meat birds. So I think it's a great idea to separate them if you can. Uh, just. The coop can be used in many different ways. Getting chicks August 1, live in Green Bay Packers. I'm sorry. Uh, go Bears. When will I be able to get them to the hen house and will I need a warmer in there? So I'm actually so glad you just asked this question because yes. this morning we just did this exact video. I have 24. How old are those chicks? Five weeks, six weeks now? Yeah, at least. Okay, so let's just say six weeks. Out in the hen house. And I put them out there a couple weeks ago. And I, I love to use the hen house as the brooder. And if you have a situation where you feel you're not, it's not a huge risk, like if you lose power and it really gets cold, the chickens are done, which might be the case up there. Down here in the Carolinas, it was getting you know, maybe down to 40s at night. But uh, I put them out there at about maybe four weeks old, and I just used the hen house as the brooder. And they're doing fantastic. I'm actually about to move the heat source and let them down into the run. Um, but again, to answer your question, typically the, the go-to answer is six weeks or whenever they have all their adult feathers, but just be mindful of, you know, the, the cold temperatures aren't so much what's going to kill the chickens, but you got to be careful if they're not able to keep themselves warm, make sure they have a heat source. I'd rather have a heat source there just to play it safe. But, um, once they have their adult feathers, they're good to go. Just block the wind chill. Oh, you're going right for it. Yeah. I want that lemon that. Iced one. <laughs> I've had my eyes on those cookies since I got in this morning. Um, uh, um, okay, so God, what a but! I was actually planning for this all week. I know. I didn't even want to know the name. I, didn't want I to should know have tried to, to call to see. I should have vetted that out. <laughs> we should do a post on scammers and see if they repost our scamming post. What do you mean a post on scammers? They steal our social media posts. Right. Evan's birthday. Matt's doing a chick coop somewhere. We should do a post on these people scamming us. And oh, see and if they see post. the oh, they, oh, I got you now. Yeah. 
Um, That's pretty funny. Uh, drink. I guess everyone is. Are we having a drinking game? It is March twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. It is March twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. It is March twenty fourth, twenty. Yeah, we should do that. Don't sometime. get everyone drunk. It's only. Oh, it is one, Friday. One, it oh, is yeah. Friday. All right. What what questions we got left here? Um, does your half inch high density polyethylene lay on the plywood or does it sit directly on the two by fours? Directly on the two by fours. Yes. Yeah, we don't layer. We don't like layers. Eliminate because, layers because that starts with the mites and stuff. Right. And that's what I mean, you know, again, and this has come up recently, too. I want to be crystal clear. Uh, and this is why we do the show. This is our time to take out of our busy week and help people to construct and design their own coops. Um, some pe- I, I want to be clear. I'm not asking people to call up and ask for our recipe and ask for, you know, if you wanted to build a Tesla, are you going to call up for their, are you trying to shut me up right now? No, that's that's an oatmeal raisin. Beautiful. I know you like those. They're my favorite. Um, but. Listen to what we say, like the interview we just had with Dahlia. Listen to the pros and cons, you know, and then you can use that information to help design your coop. So when you're designing a chicken coop, building a chicken coop, one of the things you definitely want to do is try to eliminate layers. Don't have more layers than you need to. So to that question, that is why the half inch sits right on top of the two by fours. Like it's floating. There's no layers. Um, All right. Well, boys, Ingrid's gone. Ingrid just stepped away. We can say anything we want now, right? <laughs> I think you do anyhow. No. Oh, God, oh. no. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, I, I uh, she definitely keeps me out of trouble. All right, so th- these are coming in from a customer. Now, mm-hmm. does this person bake for a living? Or they just- had a catering business, a barbecue catering business, which they only do s- sometimes now. It's is this annoying? Um, this is good. Yeah. Yeah, they're very good. And they sent us a card. So Steve and Lisa Martineau. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Steve, yeah. <laughs> I almost joked. Steve and Lisa, thank you so much. Oh, Ingrid's coming in. Coming you in want, for some. Uh, a cookie? I broke it in half. And I feel so useless over here. I don't have a mouse. So let's get through the rest of the questions. It's March 24th, 2023. Have a drink. <laughs> um. I'm sorry. I had to leave. And the last time I left a live show, I missed you getting pooped on by a chicken so oh. i don't know why i missed last time this time <laughs> oh i also wanted to mention if you guys haven't i mean hopefully everyone here is definitely a subscriber and has make sure they clicked on notifications all for carolina coops finally getting some long format videos back out there and they're ooh. writing back <gasps> what they're writing mm-hmm. back I said, can I call? I want to make a large purchase. And I feel more comfortable making my payment over the phone. Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, they're typing. I have a credit card with a $100,000 limit. (laughs) Hello, Kristen. We appreciate you reaching out and messaging us. You are welcome, and thanks for choosing us. We sincerely apologize for late response. I want to make a large purchase. What are you after? What, What do they sell? No, hold on. Ask them... Uh, I can we can I please call? I prefer to call. Ooh, this is getting good, folks. <laughs> They're probably watching right now. I don't think so. This is unbelievable. I don't know if we do get them on the phone. I'm not sure how long I'm going to be able to hold out. Can I call in my order? See, brilliant. What a great way of putting it. Because I would have been like, can I call? These cookies are really good, by the way. What are you after? <laughs> Just say craftsman coop. Or something. I like the one that's in your profile. I I really love the coop. I would like the... The big coop. 
That was on Pixar Fabulous. <laughs> that they use this there. All right, so folks, if you're just joining us, you know what's going on. Um, we are, well, I guess everyone knows now what we're trying to do here because they didn't answer. What are you doing? All right. Um, what are you after? This is this almost looks like AI. These these questions or the the responses could be. I mean, and be like, can I? I would. I'm a huge fan. I would really love to talk to Matt. I don't think that it's an. Well, it could be the person. I don't know that it's the actual person that started this scam that's answering the questions, but it could be. Wait, there's layers to scamming now. Oh there yeah, is. they've got like call centers that do all this stuff. Oh my gosh. I mean. All right. Well, while we're doing this, I, I appreciate it. Let's uh, get back mm, to our listeners, really our viewers, answer any questions they have. I love how much they talk to each other. Mm-hmm. What's the best to use on the ground of the run? Is grass okay or something else? It's okay to start with grass, mimic mm-hmm. the forest floor. Yeah, the grass just won't last very long. No, it won't last. Do we have our official recipe for the substrate? I don't want to give out a recipe. Yeah, I don't think I don't. It's I too think limiting. Compli- yeah, I think you're complicating it. Mm-hmm. I'm simplifying it. People no, just want to know what to put in the Then people will think that they need to use exactly what you say in the yes. percentages right. that you're... And they'll be like, well, I don't have pebbles in there. And they don't always need pebbles. Yeah, they need it. tiny granite of no bigger than a quarter inch. Right. And you got to screen it so you don't... No. Yeah. No. So you, you're, you're going to... So John had said earlier, and I wanted to get to this, John Canfield, um, our friend who makes the wonderful dowels, um, he had mentioned that one of his um, chickens, his Americana, uh, had died and it was not very old and i recently lost a, a nine-month-old chicken and sometimes they they die i actually just got the report back from dr crespo on what happened and even though she i mean she had basically liver damage lymphoma or whatever they think it, it's consistent with Merrick's, even though she came from a hatchery i guess she could still get it um but sometimes i remember when i first got my chickens the guy at urban chicken sent to me Sometimes chickens just die. And even though I can't accept it and I, I cry and I get so upset, but sometimes they do. And it's just we don't always know what's wrong. And as long as the other flock is – the rest of the flock is healthy, if you can get a necropsy, that's great. If you can't, as long as the other the rest of the flock is healthy, then it's unfortunate that sometimes it just happens. And sometimes it's a young chicken. Sometimes they have um, almost like a, a – ovarian cancer at like three or four years old because they just lay so much the layers tend to get that kind of um they call it reproductive disease so there's just a bunch of different things that can happen um so a lot of times and sometimes i've heard that they just have heart attacks at night and stuff they just like they just you just find them dead in the morning Mm -hmm. so and i mean even though they're vaccinated they could have gotten marics um until they're old enough to build up an immunity to it and sometimes we just don't know and as long as the rest of your flock is okay, John, I wouldn't worry about it. And I'm sorry that you lost a chicken because I know it stinks. Well, ho- okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, we got a lot going on Go over ahead. here. No, I really. I, I, I don't want to be I was just vamping too because you, yeah. So I'm surprised you just did that. What? So they're busy constructing a chicken coop right now. We'll get back <gasps> to you later. Can we get your contact info? That's what they want. Right. They want your info. Oh, I should have given them my Google mm. voice number. Jeez. Um. Hold on, hit them back. Be like, I really, really want to talk Maybe to I someone. Can that. Is all right. Ready, ready. Is no, 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 it, no. It's what damage is done. Is Matt available? I am a huge fan. Would really love to talk to Matt. And Matt doesn't build chicken coops anymore. Well, yeah, he doesn't. Only on special occasions. 
He right, must we'll... be available. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get back to the questions. Well, yes, I, I mean, I'm trying to. Um, I really appreciate yeah. you guys being here. Sorry. Meta doesn't have a problem censoring you for nothing. Can't stand how they operate. Yeah. Yeah, you are not kidding. Are we um, allowed to say that? Yeah. Well, Thank you. Is Cypress mulch okay for my chicken run? Cypress mulch. So, I love Cypress. Cypress was one of my favorite logs to saw. It is beautiful. It reminds me a lot of how aluminum is in the metal world. It's lightweight but strong, has a natural rot resistance. Ingrid is coming in for some more sweets. Um, I don't see why not. Pretty much any mulch in the run area will do a good job. You just do want to be mindful of your high acidic type woods. And I don't know if Cypress, I can't remember if Cypress is high acidic. I would have to have to guess that might be. But um, the ideal mulch is coming from a hardwood tree. So like what about cedar mulch? Because you always say like cedar you don't want. I, would, I, I definitely would avoid cedar. I would too. Western it, or Eastern. It can be mixed in with a, a chip drop thing, but if it's primarily cedar, I would stay with yeah, it. Yeah, and the chickens are... They're... Oh, I thought that was you. I thought mm. I thought they were calling you. I had to change my number. Okay, moving on. I hate that I don't have a mouse over here. It's 116. We are live. Have a drink. March 24th, 2023. I wonder if people are really doing this. Let <laughs> us know. Are you really in the comment section having a drink every time I say it? Um. All right. Well, go we'll, bears. Go bears. Um, how long should I wait to use the bedding in my garden as a fertilizer? Yeah, this is a question we get all the time. Yeah, and Ingrid, I, what do you think? I think it depends on the time of year, but I mean, I would say a month or two. What are we looking for to know when yeah. it's safe? Well, I guess it, it depends. It depends if you're just putting it around your like big trees or something. It's probably fine. Um, cause it's not pure, it's not pure chicken poop. It's chicken poop with, with carbon. It's got hemp and stuff in it and it's broken Yeah. Down. And it would be no, no different than chickens pooping on your yard. Right. Free ranging. Right. So I don't think it needs like months and months of curing as they say, cause I think it's already cured as it's in there. Maybe you might not want to put that top layer that might be super poopy, right? Directly on like seedlings. But for the most part, it's. Again, don't overthink it. Right. Okay. So it's, you know, it's March 24th, 2023. Have a drink. Um, we're getting ready to garden the least people down here in the South, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say people are like, man, should I clean out my chicken coop right now? Okay. I'm going to clean it out. Can I dump it right onto my garden where I'm going to be seeding or growing seedlings? Or do we wait and put it into another compost where it is introduced into oxygen so it can go down the final stages of breaking down? I mean, you can You do want to be careful with seedlings because it anything that's too high in nitrogen, you don't you don't want to burn the plants, the roots. If it's too high in nitrogen, sometimes that causes more leaf growth and not flower promotes flower growth. So, um, but I, I don't I don't think it has to be that difficult, like that compli complicated. I would just um, maybe work it into the soil or put it aside and then add it a little at a time. Mm -hmm. Depends what kind of bed you have and what kind of like. There's no definitive answer because there's so much of it where it depends. I think it should. Uh, you could have it rest. Yeah, just take it out, let it rest for a little bit before you use it on anything tender and young. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
They're just, they're like all talking to each other. So. Yeah, I love it. And Ashley, thank you. Yeah, we yeah, tried to make I, I actually would like to just not be on the show one day and chat away with everybody. <laughs> yeah, Ashley like... says that our videos are so informational. Thank yeah. you all. Building, build my coop next month. What is that? Hold on. I hope you didn't report my wife for asking the question. I'm in the military move. So what, what's going on there? I don't, um, uh. No, I, I think she was saying about um, reporting scammers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, like you want your mouse to be able to control the screen. I want a keyboard so I can chat with everybody. So Eric wants to know if these are normal brownies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we'll find out, Eric. What? There's the brownies, brownies here. The brownies too in there. <laughs> There's blondies, bl blonde brownies, and. Um, chocolate brownies with walnuts. Yeah, so Darcia was saying she's talking about the company that's impersonating us. That's that I think there was just um, um, I think he was asking about referring about purchasing plans, which we don't sell plans right now. And that's a question we get still get all the time. I know, I know. I promise everyone we're going to do it. We're just going to do it my way. And you we're should gonna... do a book on how to build your own coop. I want to. I've asked for help for many years now, and I hate reading. I don't like to read, so I don't know why I'm obsessed with having a book. But I think it's important. <laughs> you know, there's you never know when you're going to start. Yeah, no. Um, well, I mean, I can. I just I have to have that blue transparency. My eyes. I'm noticing my eyes are getting even worse now. I'm going to need reading glasses soon. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to your forties. I want to. Well, see, I don't dare say because people are going to take my idea. So I'm not even going to talk about it. But it's along those lines. Part of the problem with just selling plans is the logistics of it, and that's. I think that's kind of what's I mean we have people copying our Facebook page with different names and stuff so it's just kind of Matt's worked so hard to grow this company um and build what what he has and you know so well, we just need to protect it right we have worked very hard yes we, we so many sacrifices from everyone yeah all right, so they're not responding. It's like you, you hit it dead in the water. They just do not want to yeah, call. Yeah, they want your information. Yeah, they Interesting. Want, yeah, they want your information. That's all it is. Uh, so, all right, so we're coming up to 1.30. Let's go ahead and let's get through the rest right, of the questions. a couple questions more questions because we have to do other you, stuff after the show. I know Ingrid's like, oh, we're going to do some videos. And um, so we can't, we're, she's going to make me stop at 1.30. But if you have any other questions, please definitely leave them in there and we'll fire away. Um, Hidden Springs Stables asks, have you guys done a chicken garden slash herb show? What can you grow for chickens that is healthy, good for egg production, and keeping chickens happy, especially if you're not able to free range? We have. Ingrid? <laughs> well, hold on. Um, we have. We Yes. We, we absolutely have. I remember with Radio Chicken, one of the very first shows, and we should have Bethany back on. She's a horticulturalist. We did a great video with her. because she mm -hmm. used to. That is a good idea. She used to compost hue manure. Yes, it's what you think it is in Africa. Uh, she's been out and done um, site surveys with us and has actually gone through and done the full-on planting at Chicken Coops, where she calls it companion planting. and Coopscaping. Yep, coopscaping and bullseye gardening. And we should do that again because I think that is something that is very important because there is a much bigger picture when you're talking about your property than just the chicken coop. Mm -hmm. And you're crazy not to take advantage of the things that come from the chicken coop. And that's what I'm hoping to do here out in the front when we get more display coops up. I want to do some gardening out there because I have no idea what to do. But it would be a great way to show off the yeah, garden. I, I believe that Ingrid's working on a blog for that i am yeah. i have so many things but yeah. yeah i'm trying to work on the thing is is that i know what i would grow but then there's other areas where those things don't grow 
but um there's um i mean gr- like grapes are great if you have any kind of <laughs> grapes um hops is great to give um cover to the coop area um gives them shade and that's also edible um nasturtiums are great i know oregano is also good that people use for chickens it's supposed to be something natural like a natural i don't remember what oregano does for chickens but all sorts of kind of herbs but it it also depends on what's native to you and what is around Um, you i've Um, heard you say comfrey comfrey is huge they love they eat the comfrey more in the winter when there's less greens available Mm -hmm. but yes because they're not so tender right yeah, and I think it's just there's there's le- there's lack of greens. Like I don't, I'm not bringing them out like heads of lettuce, and there's not mustard growing everywhere. Mm-hmm. So Amber M asked, "Do hens still go broody if they're not laying?" It's a good question. I, I don't... No, older hens. I've never seen them go broody during the winter. I mean, they're not laying in the winter, right? Or older hens. That's what I was thinking. Is older yeah. hens? Yeah, yeah. Um, Ashley's asking for the deep litter method. How many times? Okay. Uh... I know they're talking back and forth. Matt can't come to the phone. He is doing a live show. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Kevin wins the. Yeah, Kevin, thank you. Bring, I bring the comment in. Oh, that's great. Yes, Kevin. Uh, there thank we go. You. I needed that. Um, <laughs> call us up or email Ingrid. In- Ingrid at carolinacoops.com um, with your shirt size and your address. And or we'll maybe see. a mug. I don't know what we got left in there. We got yeah. some new merch coming in Just soon. Send but... me all your send me all your information and. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> If we have some new listeners watching, um, Kevin Brooks just won the Golden Bell. Basically, make me laugh, have a question, contribute to something. I'm like, wow, just overwhelmed. And that was another one that was just a great, made me laugh. So Ashley's question is for the deep letter method, how many times a week do you apply a new layer of, like, hemp? Yeah. You don't... Mm. It depends. It Not de- how many... Oh, how many times? Um, yeah. It, yeah. it depends on how many chickens you have, how big your space is. Right. It could I would be say, once a week. It could be once a month. It really depends on I, your I nitrogen really, load. Like, it, it, it depends on smell. I I like to see it get to like 50% poop before I add more if it's not smelling. Absolutely. What's going on in that? Is uh, he still the not- scammer says, when is your next free time? Now. Not, not for weeks. I got to leave am- out of country or something. Leave out of country. Well, I'm on break now. What, how do you think of these things? You, you're like you. you know, hold on. She's. I mean, she... how many chicks do you have? Oh boy, these people are really putting in some hard work. Well, we should make them work for. Their I have scam. twenty in my living room. Genius. We've seen it. it happens. That may or may not be true. <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought you only had five chickens at your house. Oh, Kristen? I mean inside the house. Oh, inside the house. Yes. Wow, these people are really. He gave me a thumbs up. Wow, wow, you've got to get them on the phone. Well, we're Can trying. We... Hold on, find out where they are. Can we come visit? Uh, his site says Tallahassee, Florida. Let's go. To... That one does, but the other one says Greenville, Tennessee. Yeah, depends on which one you go to. They're two pages from the same guy because it has the same email. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. If we can find out where they are, we will go there. And I will do a live they're, show. They're probably overseas. I understand. I mean, but I'm game. Yeah, right. Um, I got a passport. These are people sitting somewhere in another country. Just God, these scammers are unbelievable. Ha! Not drinking yet. I'll have to replay the show while cooking dinner tonight. That's funny. 
That's funny. Um, for the drinking. Uh, yes. Oh, and I, I forgot to ask people if, you know, again, if you have any questions or comments, leave them in there, but just let us know where you're watching from. That's always a huge plus. The more interaction we have, the more it helps grow the show. Please do everything you can to grow this show by sharing it. And I don't know what else you're supposed to do. I'm getting so old. I don't understand social media at all anymore. Definitely appreciate what you guys do. I learned a lot from you and built my coop based off your design. It was a lot of work. Recommend purchasing from Carolina Coops if you can. Thank you. Super sloth. We got someone from Northwest North Dakota. All right. Ask them. Scam Scamster says, Kristen, I'll let you know it's not possible now, working now, trying to install a customer's coop. Um, ask them where they're located because I would love to come see their a coop. <laughs> How many people does it take to we, buy a chicken no, coop no, here, from a scammer? And let them know we have they, that you have predators. <laughs> so many predators. Sorry, so many predators. Uh, guys, everyone has predators. Everyone has predators. <laughs> Trust me, predators That's, are everywhere. Yes. Don't they have a road crew? Oh and yeah. And a sales team. Yes. Wait a minute. Say don't. Yeah. Can't we talk to yourself? Where the hell are all your other employees? Is this the Matt? Is this a one man show? Yeah. Is this the Matt? I thought you guys had road. He's crew. like you in 2008. This is 2008 <laughs> New York Matt. No, this is 2008 oh my God, North. Oh Oh yeah, I can't ever do that. All right, it is 128. We're gonna finish up at 1:30, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Hope you enjoyed the show. We're gonna stay on top of this. Thank you yeah. so much for it, all the condolences and helping me get through it. It wasn't easy. I'm glad I held it together. Um, I, I need this show as much as you guys do. I'll, I'll tell you that. I'm not saying you need it, but you know what I mean. Uh, we are here for each other. And I have definitely learned a lot in today's show and had a lot of fun. So next week, yes, Ingrid? Um, next I'm week, Kristen's not going to be here. But the next week, I'm good. But when we come back. You could do you could do it without me. No. I'm telling you. It is not. The, it didn't feel the same when Ingrid went. For, yeah. Left yeah. For, you know what I mean? It's all of a sudden. Yeah, we're a trio. Yes. <laughs> I just went to the bathroom. But the show almost failed in that <laughs> in that like one minute. Like we almost went down the tubes. Really? You had a big like we, yeah, we had like everybody leave the show too. Yeah, like yeah, no, no, no. everyone I, that, yeah. that did not happen. I know, yeah. I know. All right, guys. Thank you for being here. Stay safe out there and we will see you, I guess, in two weeks. Yes. Later. Bye.